It's time to be heard. It's time to stand up and be counted. It's time for One Too Many Voices with your host, Love Scopes author, and father of all things One Too, Mark Husson. Hi, everybody, and welcome to a really, really, really special edition of One Too Many Voices. This is our Aries show, and what makes it so exciting for me is that I have three Aries on the air with me. We might have four. We're holding a space for one, but... um. I remember at my last show uh, on Hay House, I said, um, make like Aretha Franklin and say a little prayer for me because I'm going to have a show with three Aries. And now I'm going to have to change that song to give us a little respect (laughs) because of our honorary Aries, Aretha. And I would like to introduce our people that are on the panel today. And we're going to start. I'm going to say their first names and they're going to tell us if you guys would, uh, your, who you are, where, where you live in your month and day of birth, and then uh, anything else you want to add. And then we'll just go around in a circle and sort of play. So, uh, let's start with April. April, who are you? (laughs) Hi, this is everyone. This is April. Um, I, my birthday is April 6th and I live in Seattle, Washington. Okay, so you're up. You're you're our West Coast representative. I am representing the West Coast. <laughs> Represent, and then yes. you have. Um, and is it rainy right now? Um, not yet, but it does look like it's going to rain. Like it rained yesterday. It looks like it's going to rain again today. Okay, so is it as rainy as everybody says Seattle is? I know it's the most naive question in the world, but I just <laughs> want to hear it from a person living there. Yes, actually, it is rainy, as they say. Um, like it's weird because yesterday it will rain in the morning. Yeah. And then the second part of the day, it's super sunny and the sky's blue and it's bright. So we get kind of like a mixture of each day. Sweet. So, oh, yeah. how fun. I love that. We go with the flow here. <laughs> and you've been on a couple of panels with us, April. And so has our next person, our next guest, Kim. She's been on a panel with us and she is back. I just so love her. She's been so supportive. You all might recognize her name in the chat room. Kim Dubois. Kim, are you with me? Hi, Hi. I, um, I am Kim, and I was born on April 1st, <gasps> oh. April Fool's baby. Yeah, <laughs> did you grow up with um, absolute torture about that? Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's, uh, I think in Colorado, it's an official holiday now, it's Cesar Chavez Day, and oh, so... Wow. Um, the uh, we're we're just talking about celebrating that, and I thought, wasn't that a terrible day to give him? I think March thirty first would have been a little more appropriate or something. But anyway, either way, we'll yeah. learn to overcome our obstacles. What what city are you in? I'm in Jackson, Michigan. And were you born and raised there? Yes, I was. Yes, yep. so I love these accents; they're kind of authentic. April, were you born and raised in Washington? <laughs> no, um, we moved a little bit more than most when I was a kid. But I was born in California. You were yes. born in California. Okay, so you got a West yes. Coast accent. Oh, <laughs> I think I do. Yeah, I use a lot of the West Coast words, too. <laughs> I want to hear them. Represent. Okay. <laughs> and last and certainly not least is a wonderful Michelle who I've never met. Michelle, are you with us? I'm here. Welcome. With on. Yes, I hear him too. Tell us a little bit about you. Okay, well, um, I live in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and my birth date is March 29th. And Mark, you're going to love this. I was born on an army base in Virginia. You were? (laughs) I was, yeah. (laughs) An army base. I love that. It's perfect for a ram to come in. I thought you'd appreciate that. I really do appreciate it. Now, um, 
you guys set up a kind of private little Facebook group for for fellow Aries, did you not? We did. Yay. Yes. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Is, is it a place where you can scream and shout and sort of like enjoy life? It is, yeah. yeah. And I think um, what we were talking about, me and Kim were talking about, is just how we get each other's humor. Yes. You and know, because we have a really weird yeah. sense of humor. I think we're very <laughs> self-deprecating, and I think a lot of people don't get that. Uh, you know what? It, also, you all are really quick. And it's like <laughs> I've seen the post, and it's like, they, I know you made Greg, and Greg will know who we're talking about, an honorary member because he's like Mr. Wordsmith, too. And you guys really yes. do get each other, and you, and it's yeah. really kind of amazing, which brings up a great point about Aries. And I want to go into the mythology with you guys, I want to go into how well you fit the character. Aries, um, notoriously, and 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 not not in a bad way necessarily, but they are very famous for the um coming in as a warrior and as women who come in as a warrior, I just want to know, like, did you, uh, and we're going to start over here with April. Did you recognize a certain kind of independence? I am not fitting into that stereotype energy young. And if so, when, and if not, that's cool too. Yes, I think so. Um, I think it was when I was like a teenager, I was kind of like doing my own thing all the time. I felt like I was in here in this life, just like on my own mission. Yeah, and did yeah. you? Did, were you like a rambunctious baby, or were you one of those uh, sheep type Aries? Um, I'd say like sheep type. Yeah, you sound like you're the sheep type Aries, and we all have stories about you because I told one. I'm gonna tell. One. <laughs> okay. I, I want to hear it. Oh uh, yeah, well, I will. Okay. I I just talked about that. Hey Kim, what what was life like for you? You had a lot of energy as a baby, or were you one of those gentle Aries too? I think I was pretty rambunctious. Yeah. Yeah, I was. That's pretty typical. Yeah. How about in grade school? Did you come, did you start noticing anything about the gender identification stuff? Like in terms of being like wanting to play with the guys a little more sporty stuff or were you pretty much into your Femi stuff? I was a girly girl. Yay. Okay. No problem being a girly girl either. Right. Except if somebody made funny, you punch them out. Exactly. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Michelle, what about you? Any experiences as having a hard time with a lot of the energy? Because maybe the culture has definitely changed and a lot more permission for girls to be um, sports oriented and more masculine, quote unquote. Did you have any of that issue growing up? Absolutely. Um, I was kind of lucky. I grew up kind of in the country yeah so i was one of those kids that was always outside exploring you nice. know the one you couldn't get inside <laughs> and battles constantly with my parents you know will battles yeah um definitely had to be my own kid uh, very that's... very early on my mom even likes to tell stories about it so but you know you talk about the sheep side i definitely have that aspect too absolutely you can tell but you did do some classic stereotypical aryan things like you know just being rambunctious and you know i i don't want to use the words but we were growing up on words like tomboy and um where you just were like wanted to just go play baseball and run and climb trees and you know beat up kids and <laughs> Right. Well, not so much organized sports, but definitely a tomboy climbing trees. Yeah. Camping, you know, definitely out exploring. I would definitely say exploring my environment was very important to me. But then I was a girly girl, too, because I grew up with 
four older sisters. Mm. So you definitely had that, you know, as well, but it wasn't as important to me as, as it was to them. Growing up, getting older, I'm definitely a fashionista. Yeah. Well, you know, I have a very creative side, so I love makeup, that kind of stuff. Yes. So it's, you know, kind of like a little blend of everything, I think. Absolutely. No, that's awesome. Because what we're going to get into and what I want to discover from you guys is sort of like the core here. What is the motive behind the Aries sun? Because Aries comes in with a lot of energy, a lot of purpose. So what we see often is the disregard for whatever the pressuring uh culture is demanding of you. So, um, like, so April, one of the things as a softer Aries in terms of tone, did you notice a certain kind of call to defense somebody that you cared about? Or did you notice, were you in fights a lot? What part of you had that sort of Martian quality, that, that aggressive quality that you can recall as a child or even in adolescence? Um, do, do, and say, you can say I avoided all fighting. You can say all those things. You can absolutely <laughs> okay. tell the truth of who you are. I think like I was pretty quiet. Okay. Yeah. So I was a pretty quieter Aries, but I think um, if if I could say like I defended something, like I was always kind of tuned into animals and kids. And and were you ever were you a quiet student too? You got along with all the teachers. If you were, yeah, pretty much, um, pretty much all the teachers, yeah. And, and then the final question around this issue, because you're going to be the fun, you know, it's going to be fun to see where that warrior emerged because there will be a warrior in you, I can promise. Um, <laughs> the, um, d- did you have a parent, a parental influence stronger than another? Um, Could it be a grandparent too? Oh, my gosh. Like, well, my grandmother was strong. My mom and dad were Aries and Leo, so they were both pretty strong. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they were both pretty strong. I think, like, when I, as I got into my early 20s, maybe, um, if, like, I felt like someone was disrespecting my kids or being too strict with them, then I'd kind of get kind of my horns growing. Yeah. Yeah, I'd feel kind of angry. And then, um, or if, yeah, I guess that's basically what it is. It's all around my kids, or if, like, in my early 20s, it was about the kids, if someone's being too strict with them, or um, if someone was trying to tell me, like, how to dress different, then I'd get kind of angry. Okay, because, you so know... So, I think it was around those self-expression and my kids, you know? Yeah, because we're not going to, like, it's not about Aries being angry. It's about what we did with our Mars energy. And so, we're going to explore that more and more. We're going to uncover it as we get a little capsules of each of your lives. So, don't... You, it's okay that you're not fitting into any typical stereotype. In fact, it's actually really good. Um, okay. <laughs> Kimmy, um, yeah. as, as you started evolving and started maturing up, did you notice a certain kind of like battler emerging? I just need to know if you saw the warrior emerge. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I just, I've always known I was different and I didn't fit in. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, as far as defending, I've noticed that more lately. Mm-hmm. Um, that I will stick up for what I believe in, and I'll also stick up for the people that I love. And and do you notice that um, when it comes to as you're as you're we're still sort of like in my mind we're still kind of coming through the twenties, early twenties, thirties. Did you notice? Do you notice a part of you that sort of competed in your mind? Like you you saw people as doing better than you, or was everyone a better something than you, or was any of that yeah. going on? Oh, yes, and it still does go on. Okay. You know, there are times when my mind is just like a whirling dervish. Yeah. <laughs> I can't shut it off. 
<laughs> thinking about like things like yeah. that, like I could do better or I want to do yeah. this or, okay. Cause exactly. the, we're getting into the heart of a lot of the Martian energy and we are going to talk about that. Michelle, how about you growing up? I know you, as a child, you saw yourself as the, as the independent and the wild one. Did it remain in co- in high school and, and college? To some degree, but I think when you're talking about defending people, yeah. I grew up in a very, I'd say kind of cliquish environment. Yeah. Naturally something I did not want to be a part of, but I saw how it affected other girls. Yeah. And I would have to say it was about, I don't know, maybe third or fourth grade. And I noticed that some girls were really feeling low because they were, they were, you know, kicked out of the clique or weren't allowed in yeah. during recess. And I actually pulled them all together into <laughs> another group and said, we're making our own group and we're going to do our own fun. And I would, I was always kind of a clown too. So I'd always like tr- be trying to make them laugh and stuff like that. So you were a champion. Okay. You were I, a champion of other people. I think so. And I, I've always been, it's very easy for me to defend other people before it is for me to defend myself. Mm-hmm. I just kind of, you know, but you know, it's yeah. kind of like, I do feel the battle. I feel the battle more strongly. I think like April said around kids and young people and helping people empower themselves. Yeah. More like that. The helpless get a lot of help. Now on a scale of one to 10, Michelle, what would you say your self-confidence level was during the high school, college years and is now on a scale of one to 10, 10 being like, I'm absolutely, I love who I am. Oh, during, oh, high school and college was really, really tough for me. So I was constantly trying to outdo myself, comparing myself to others, yada, mm-hmm. yada. Mm-hmm. So I'd say it was probably around, a, I don't know, four or five. Okay. I think my confidence level now is much, much greater. And I would definitely say an eight or nine. Nice. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. All right. April, how about you? What was confidence levels as you're growing up young? And then as what would you say they are now? Not that you're not young, but you know, I'm saying like high school, college, and then now. Yeah. High school, college, I'd say I was around like maybe an eight at confidence level. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. <laughs> I just like could never predict that. I don't even think that you don't, you don't come across insecure at all, but I mean, I would have thought you would have like maybe been a little shyer and thought, thought that as judgment. So go ahead. That's great. What about yeah. now? Where are you now? <laughs> Now I feel like it's kind of dropped a little bit more. Like, I feel like it's probably like a six. Okay. And do we have, what do you think is causing that? Um, probably my mind. (laughs) So are you doing the world comparison thing? Um, like I should be in a different place. People seem more successful. Is any of that going on? Yeah, probably like I didn't. I thought I'd be in a different place, probably, yeah. Like, it's my mind kind of telling me I should be doing something else or doing something bigger or better, yeah. And do you find yourself getting more and more introverted as you are in groups of people who are maybe doing something that they're, like, all proud about? Like, you know, I, you know I'm you know, a long-distance runner and I got three awards. <laughs> do you find yourself sort of getting shy um, around that? Like, oh, God, what do I tell them I do kind of thing? No, I, I kind of embrace where I'm at, even though, but I know that I'm still affected by my confidence too, but I, I am pretty social even when I'm in a group that it seems more successful than me because I kind of embrace like my, my different, like creative nurturing side. I kind of just lead with that because that's what I love to do. So I kind of just feel like that's just who I am. Okay. So you're not like yeah. in a horrible state of beating yourself up. It's just sort of like my confidence isn't as strong as it used to be. 
Exactly. Yeah, okay. I kind of like accepted it. <laughs> I love it. I just love it. Yeah. Okay. Kim, how about you, honey? Where are we now? Where were you and where are you now? Well, a lot like April, I think the older that I the older I get, my confidence goes down a little bit. In high school, um, I would say it was probably about a seven or an eight. Yeah. Yeah, but now it seems to be going down, and it's such a paradox because, you know, Aries have this, um, it's so stereotypical that they're, you know, confident and strong and warriors. Right. But then on the other side, you know, I'm just as insecure as the next person. Right. Well, I, it's very astute, and I want to explain a little bit of that to you guys. The mythology behind Aries is that Aries was challenged by the father figure to kill himself. It was Jason and the Argonauts. The father was very jealous. There was like, so it, it, essentially what psychologists or astro psychologists would say is that Aries come in with a, a need to prove who they are because their circumstances presented them with a certain kind of um, energy, a person, a situation that with a questioning eye of who they were, like uh, if they were even like in the way. So a lot of Aries A felt in the way. Number two, a lot of Aries felt um, that they have to prove that they're worth being here because they're such dis- there's they're very sensitive to disdain or rejection because they seem to have created circumstances where their presence in the household was either a burden or their energy was a burden or something. So inside Aries typically is a rolling sort of message of I I belong here. Let me show you. And I, I'm hearing a little bit of that. And I think that we're going to uncover a little bit more of that. But it comes down to a sense of how you guys started integrating in the culture. And what's wonderful about having women on the show who are Aries is Air, I think Aries women have the, be, believe it or not, Way, well, women in general have a lot more pressure on them to work in a masculine-oriented culture. But to, number two, when the feminine role is challenged, Aries has to come up with a way to say, I don't want to do your dishes, but I love having this great house, right? And so, but, and so we have to get that fine line. Like, um, Michelle, you talked about being a fashionista. To me, in a way, the, what's, what's amazing about an Aries taking on that is that you – the competitive fierce spirit that's in that will be like, I will fucking blow you away. Right. I will take this all the way and I will be the best of the best. Let's talk a little bit about that. Why you chose to go into that. What, uh, uh, do you feel that there's a healthy competitiveness inside of you that says, look, I can beat that. I mean, in your mind where you're like, Oh, I can just so do that. What do you, what's goes on in your brain as a, as a woman working now in a field that's, um, actually about culture and, and well, taste. Well, um, I, okay, so I, I don't work in the fashion field, yep. but I love fashion. You love fashion. You're a fashionista. Yeah, you have, okay, great, great, great. So I, you know, my attraction to that is more just the artistic expression, but you would be amazed how many people will judge you because of that, especially right. as a woman. Right. Right. I actually work in academia. So I'm completely an outsider. Love that. Yeah. (laughs) But I just learned to embrace it. I think like April was saying, you just have to embrace, I think as an Aries, I just learned to embrace those peculiarities. I kind of felt like I had my whole life um, and just go with it. And and definitely, um, you know, this thing about being challenged by the father figure. Oh, my God. I mean, that's kind of the story of my life. Mm. My my um, parents divorced at a young age and my dad 
he actually died when I was a young age, but oh. he was kind of more of my, um, he was more of the creative artistic. So I think my mother was more of a father figure. Gotcha. And definitely, that's probably the person I battle with the most. Gotcha. Oh, really? You know? Okay. What sign yeah. is she? She's a Virgo, but I think her moon sign is a um, Leo. Okay. So now, um, in terms of your daily life, do you find yourself scanning the peripheral of who's doing, like, do you notice that your mind is kind of a magnet for who is doing something that you want to beat them at? Oh, the competitiveness? Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, just, um, I've just had a transition into a different career uh, level, which was a big battle for me. Right. So, um, and, and, you know, it's funny, my boss is an Aries. Yeah. And so I had to just really reanalyze what battles are worth fighting and which ones just to give up. Wow. Okay. That's awesome. That's and, really good to know your opponent that way or your ally either way. Right. Right. So, you know, sometimes, you know, what they want to do is you just have to accept it and just work with it. Wow. April, do you, where is the competitive, competitive spirit in you happening? Now, it doesn't mean like I'm going to go compete and beat them. It could be that the, <laughs> that the reason that some of your confidence level went down as you grew up was a, a sense of comparison about evaluating how you are. Fire signs tend to use the outside world as a way to see how they're doing. And so um, do you, I'm trying to find your Mars in there. Like where, like do you, um, see, see somebody and say, I want to be like them. I can do that better. Is that go on in your mind at all? Um, not really. You know, I'm, I kind of focus on myself like, um, Oh, I want to be the best I can actually be. Yeah. So I'm always in that state of mind. Now in but relationship, want... are you independent? April, sorry to interrupt you. Are oh, you no somebody who like goes, I'm going to go going to go for a walk. You can come or not. Or do you like, yes. I just like do my own thing. Yeah. I was really independent in my marriage, even though I was a stay at home mom for some of the years I worked, um, probably way more than I stayed home. So I am kind of like, okay, I'm leaving. I'm going. And if he's taking too long and I'm honking, I'm just going to drive off without him. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it was in you. I knew that was in there. Okay, good. <laughs> All right, that's awesome. Hey, Kimmy, do you, the, as you as you you were saying as you also like April as we mature and as you were maturing, you notice that the the confidence is sort of hit. It gets uh, hit. Is it because that there was an ideal in your head you wanted to achieve and you're not seeing it, or is it because? there's a, there's a sense of, um, we might be in a, we feel stuck right now. We're judging where we are and it seems like the world's moving around us. Is there anything like that going on that we might be able to identify? Oh, absolutely. You know, there are times when I look around and, you know, I'm like, why am I still here? (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. And I do compare myself with other people. And I went um, back to college just two years ago at, uh, I was 48 years old, 47, and I'm my own worst critic. Mm-hmm. It comes to that. It's like, I have to get an A. I've got to get an A because a B minus, you know, just wow. won't work. <laughs> yeah. 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 So there's the push. And do you find that, um, 
that it doesn't stop in me? Is there a point where you're like, oh my God, I set this goal and I am so completely satisfied right now? Is Or is it insatiable? Do you keep pushing? And and I want to ask you who you think in your head we're, we're aiming to, to prove. It, are, is it approving? Tell me what you think is going on in there. Well, I think that it... Um I think it, you know, it happens a lot to me, um, trying, just trying to be a better person. And I've also, you know, and I have wondered that, I think it may go back to, um, the whole father, mm-hmm. the whole father, um, thing. My dad and I never got along ever. And actually we haven't spoken in, um, many years, unfortunately. How, how many kids we are? How many just um, me and my brother, I have a brother who's seven years older than I, so I was kind of like an only child. Right. Um, and did your dad have a relationship with the brother? Yeah, somewhat. Yeah, okay. he does. Um, but I got to the point with my own dad, I just thought, you know, I can't, I don't need to be treated this way anymore. And if it means um, having you out of my life, then so be it. But I still think there's a part of me that's really trying to please him. Right. That's brilliant. That's brilliant, Mm -hmm. Kim. See, the thing is for Aries, there is, you have to, as any child would wonder what's, why don't they love me? What's, what's so different about me? What's so bad about me? But as an Aries, that information gets translated into, I've got to try harder. I got to be more. I got to do more. I got to be like tougher or whatever it is you felt that they were, that they were missing. And it gets built in. The other thing I want to drop on you guys not to play psychologist, but often the voices in our head come directly from the relationship between your mom and your dad. So if there's a voice in your head that's a little critical, it's exactly one of those voices. And if there's a voice that's passive to that criticism, it's the other voice. So mom and dad take a very nice hot seat in our psyches. And if dad left at an early age, it becomes the same thing that we might do in the same situation, leave if it gets too hot. So we're going to explore some of those things, but I want to give you the little gift of if you recognize that a part of you can never be pleased all the way 100% because there's always somebody better, there's always something bigger, there's always somebody who's going to be disappointed, it becomes a little fun to watch the movie in your mind still trying to please everything while you're sitting there going, there you go, go ahead, try to please them because I'm sitting here eating whatever it is I need to do. <laughs> but we're going to, like I said, we're going to take a look at those things. Michelle, is, during this time of self-confidence and, and growth, what would you say is the one thing that could get you raging against somebody that doesn't have to do with causes? Like, not animals being beat because we all that that sort of will do something to maybe all of us who have hearts which we all do um but i think what in you like where you'll go home at night and maybe ruminate is it somebody trying to you feel somebody trying to usurp your authority or things like that i don't know but do you have an idea of what might move you to absolute like i am going on a mission to to beat them um oh that's a really good way to look at it um I think the thing that bothers me the most at this stage of my life, um, definitely in, in when I was younger, it was always trying to, I don't want to say outdo people, but just outdo myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I had to be, you know, get the A's on the test, like Kim was saying, you know, um, you know, run the, never ran the marathon, but, you know, pushed myself to almost get there, that kind of stuff. Yes. Um, 
I developed a chronic illness, which was a big teacher for me. And so my pet peeve right now is people, I, I hate to say this, but it's droopy, <laughs> droopy drag drawer syndrome <laughs> <laughs> where, you know, they just constantly focus on the negative. Don't, don't realize they have the power in themselves to change. I think that's probably the thing I ruminate about the most. Excellent. Okay. No, that makes a lot of sense. Cause I think there's a thing about Aries. I want to talk to you guys about commitment and what you, what you feel about commitment. Does it scare you long-term commitment or in your mind? Is it different than in reality? I, I, April, what are you feeling about like somebody who goes, April, I want to be with you for the rest of my life. What, what do you feel about that? Mm-hmm. Oh, um, if they wanted to be with me for the rest of their life, um, if they have like their own interests in their own life, I think I would like that. Um, the clingy stuff is, is hard. Well, how do you me. deal with a clinger, Eric? <laughs> April, I want to see you get tough. I know you do, but I mean, like, how do you deal with a clinger? Who's like, wait um, a minute, you didn't call me and you went for that walk without me. Um... I noticed that I stopped responding to texts and (laughs) (laughs) I just like pull back and I, yeah, I just, I think I pull back. I stopped responding. Yeah. Um, Or I'm like, um, you know, I was busy actually. I had something to do. I'm sorry. I couldn't, you know, be there all the time. And then I find that once I start explaining away, I'm like, oh no, it's, it's getting too like, yeah. You know, if I'm explaining myself too much, is something's happening. Okay. Do you ever feel, um, have you been, uh, have you ever been, what's something somebody can do that, that catches you off guard, that embarrasses you? Um, have you ever been like just be in April and somebody goes, you are the most selfish person. Like that kind of thing where you've just been caught off guard with a judgment. That's like, what? (laughs) That. Oh my, oh my gosh. I did. Yeah. That was insane. But like a, a few years, no, two years ago. When me and my ex split up, one of my relatives, I won't like say who it is. Yeah, okay. But one of my relatives, she emailed him and said, oh, she's a, a can I curse? Yes. (laughs) She said something like, oh, she's a selfish bitch, spoiled bitch or something like that. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this person and my, my relative. Yeah. emailed my ex-husband and said that that's so mean like that threw me off guard okay because i'm so like i feel like i'm so not selfish right but isn't it interesting it's such an aries accusation i mean that's what i think that you guys have to have all heard that cam you've heard that before you're selfish Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, me too. Yeah, thanks, Michelle, right? It's like, of course, because I think that's the shadow part. The part of being the ram, the part of being the sheep, April, is a lot of the the idea of who you are is comfortable and you're gentle and you don't have anything to prove. And people might see that as just not paying any attention to the outside world. And so it has an inverse effect on its Aries taking care of business just the way they do an externalized Aries, a Ram Aries is sort of like, I have, I want my life. I want to live it. I want to eat it up. I want to, in a different way, it's more aggressive, it's more externalized. And it's sort of like, they're very aware of something in their way. So obstacles are much more abutted with the ram than the sheep who will still push forward, but just do it while they're eating the grass and moving forward. And before you know it, a little gentle Aries has just pushed you out the way and they're on their way going. (laughs) So 
that's the that's the other thing I want to talk to you guys about the sense of um, fire and inspiration you each have. You, what I want Aries to understand, there's the aggressive part and we have the negative part of Aries that everybody might know about where you might get impatient or you might like, this should have happened four weeks ago. What the hell? But then you have this part that when people need you, you guys burst them with something inside of you. It's, it's this thing. And I want you to put it into words and Kim, I'm going to start with you to put into words. You see a heart that's not as bright you just did it to me the other day when we were talking i was in a mood too and you you have this thing all aries have and as long as it's not expected of you guys as long as somebody's like wait a minute last week you made me feel so good made me feel good again they're like get away so what is your what 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 happens to you what is that gift how would you put it into words because it's like fire coming out yeah it is um you know, I don't know. I just want people to see their own worth, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like to see people sad, even though, you know, I get I get sad. Yeah. Um, but it just inspires me to have somebody, to see somebody know what their own worth is. And and you have an ability, do you see it as a, a, an ability inside of you when somebody's not feeling good? Suddenly you see this... Something happens, you get x-ray vision. I mean, what allows you to do that? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know what it is. I just, um, yeah, I want people, I want to inspire people, you know? Yeah. And the best that they can be. And Do you have a formula on what does that to you from others? What makes, what lifts you up? What, what twinkles you for a moment or makes you feel like, you know what? They're right. Damn it. I mean, what is your inspiration? And what what's the way to Kim? My inspiration. Other people are my inspiration all the time, you know. Um just by, being in the, in the Aries group, um yeah. I'm inspired by April Joy, I'm inspired by Michelle, you know, I'm people just inspire me. Yeah, I the, and and by their happiness, by their hope, by the way they go forward in life, right? Exactly. Okay. Yeah, I learn a lot. You know, I've got a big brain that always wants information. Yeah. Do you, you know consider yourself smart, Kimmy? Um, sometimes I do. Okay. Yeah, I, I do. Okay, because I see your I see your sparks. I see everybody in this room right now talking to me, and then we're not in a metaphoric room. Mm-hmm. But you guys, your your wit and your ability to sort of go at things like April has such a different way, and then then some like hers is a gentle way, but she never misses the same trick either of the rest of that sort of fiery energy Aries miss. Michelle, what is your ability to give that to people? What do you see? Do you do you recognize what happens to you? Because you are another one that lights people up and gives them that hope. And the thing that I underscore here is you guys do that, but the message underneath it is always never expect me to do this. Am I wrong? Is that do you feel that, Michelle? You know, I guess we, as Aries, we kind of all have that sense of we have something bigger and brighter to aspire to in our lives. Yeah. But I think for me, the most powerful motivator, aside from, you know, other people inspiring each other and stuff like Kim was saying, is just how I know what my deepest, darkest moments are like. Yeah. And so I sense when other people are going through those. Okay. And like, you know, my biggest teacher has been my chronic illness. I mean, it's, it's really challenged me on different levels and I just feel, you know, I can't even stop it if I wanted to almost like 
I don't want to say evangelizing because that's yeah. a bad word, you know, but just I cannot not help people. I just can't. I can't, you know, my voice has to get out there. Yeah. I don't believe that I have the best voice or the most powerful voice, but I have to share with others if it helps them one, just one little tidbit, one little tip yeah. helps them to have a better life. That's kind of my mission. I feel. Wow. That's awesome. And, and what is it that would, what is it that's, that, um, frustrates you? Like what, what is it that frustrates you in terms of like, uh, not having an inspired moment, not having an inspired day. Is it that there, do you ever get that depressed feeling of like, uh, it's no point. Do you ever go there? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I've had, you know, friends die at younger ages than I was when I was in college and I, and, and learned that somebody that I was, you know, in my bad moments of an Aries, you know, like maybe when I was cliquish, yeah. Because of being like a wannabe and not wanting to be an outsider, I learned that a friend of mine actually killed herself when she, before she was 18. Ugh. And, you know, if that's not a powerful motivator to change some of the ways you deal with people, I don't know which more, you, you know, you can yes. use. Absolutely. You know, and that's just how I look at life is what helps me to be a better person and help other people to be better people. It's very good. That's very cool. You all are all coming across as a incredibly heart centered group and it's wonderful. Now there's areas listening to this that aren't, or that maybe are uh, holding on a different value. Cause what I think about is areas as the fighter, as the battler for the truth. Do you ever feel April, do you ever hold a belief and know that it's like the correct way and then hear somebody else defend their way. And I mean, is that something that bugs you? You know what I mean? Like when you know that what you have is the right thing. I mean, is that kind of an Aryan thing? Do you think April for, do you understand what I mean? Like, you know, the right kind of exercise you're on a good diet, but it's the right one in that moment. It's like the one. And do you ever do that? Totally. Yeah. I know exactly, exactly what that is for me. Um, when I'm, like at work, um, and I feel like I'm handling all the situations the way I want to with empathy and with like my own wisdom and charisma and my own, um, being very vigilant Yeah. when someone assumes that I should be like meaner or stricter or, um, more aggressive, that kind of bothers me because I feel like I'm right. <laughs> like, no, right. I'm going to do it the way I feel more comfortable because if I'm like really empathetic and making the right choices and I feel like I did the right thing that makes me actually so happy like I live for that feeling so if someone tries to uh, pounce on me and make me feel like I should be meaner or more aggressive or harsher that kind of bothers me a lot right so your values when they're questioned and I do you do you work out April oh yeah (laughs) okay that's is that's an important part of your life um yes it's incredibly important to my life like I have to exercise or what? <laughs> <laughs> Can I jump? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jump in. You'll want to kill people. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not punching the bag, you want to punch something. <laughs> is it? Is it? Can you tell a difference in your mood, April, when you don't work out? Yeah. Well, if if I don't work out, um, I won't. Like, I'll probably end up watching more TV and eating, and like not going shopping for clothes and stuff. Okay, yeah. so it just doesn't feel good. Kim, yeah. what, 
Do you work out, Kim? Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> and Aries, who doesn't work out? <laughs> you do or don't, really? Are you teasing? Yeah, I like yoga, and I need to start. I need to get into a practice again. I've been thinking about that lately, but I'm not very um, aerobic, I guess. Yeah. I would say. And so are you, but you have energy in you, like the furnace that burns, like a lot of Aries report? Yes, I do. I get bored so easily. Um, I can't imagine um, being in a job for 35 years, you know, like the same job. I'm, you know, I just get bored. I always, there's. Your energy is your mind, isn't it? Exactly. The furnace burns in your mind. That's where your Mars is activated. Do you happen to know where your moon is? My moon, um, let me take a check. Sag moon. Okay. So eighth house. Yeah. Okay. There it is. <laughs> the eighth house is so deep. It's like Scorpio moon. So that I was like, where, what is the part of you that gets into the sort of like where your mind is the aerobic instructor? And it's that, that's a big part of it. It's activated, but it goes deep. And so you want to go deep. You want to explore. You want to uncover. In fact, exercise for you is be a good, a person that you could go to coffee or lunch with and talk the day away. Right? Explore? Oh, yes. Okay. That's absolutely it. That. Yeah, exactly. I, there you go. There's your passion. That's my answer right there. there <laughs> <laughs> I just needed to see that chart. That's awesome. And Michelle, yeah. what is your, um, you, do you exercise, Michelle? Yes, I do. Yeah. And you yeah. have that furnace inside of you too? Definitely. I, um, I have that need to be active, but like Kim, I, I love this. Uh, your mind is your aerobic instructor yeah. because my mind will literally just be flying out of my head Yeah. and exercise. Um, and Kim, you might like Pilates, um, because it really <laughs> forces your brain to connect with your body. And that for me is the most stabilizing, relaxing and empowering thing. Wow. You know, when you can have that. But yeah. I used to be a runner and all that kind of stuff. So I definitely, you know, um, what you're saying about, the, you know, that action-oriented yeah. portion of Aries, I definitely relate to that. But I also have been on the kind of dark side of that where you can hurt yourself from that. Right, right. So, yeah, I definitely. And definitely Pilates care. is your choice of working out. And does Kim, have you ever done Pilates? No, I haven't, but I'm going to look into it. Oh, I love it. And do you do private sessions, Michelle, or are that you in a group? Is it do a group? Um, I learned I was so lucky. You know, Mark, this is interesting, too, because I always seem to be one of those people, like I learn about the hot trends before other people do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Pilates was one of those things that I was introduced to through physical therapy oh, wow. years and years ago. and. So I can, I, I'm not certified or anything, but I definitely use it for myself and I show other people. Wow. And so do you go out to do it? You into a I, I place? I do it at home. Well, that's one of my things too, is I love exercising at home. Oh, good. Cause I can do it when I want. <laughs> I love it. And you actually do it. I mean, like my little elliptical is now getting clothes hanging on it. I hate that, but it's starting. It's like, oh yeah. no, get that off there. Um, that's well, good. is that another part of Aries where you have a real sense of discipline? Because I, you know, sometimes my discipline almost hurts me. It's no, it's not. I think the Aries passion to accomplish whatever it is drives them and it will turn into a discipline. But you wouldn't necessarily think of an Aries who wants any sort of structure. So the fact that you have that and you honor it and you love it ferociously is it inherent in your chart and it's fueled by Aries, but it's not an inherent part of Aries. 
Okay. I love that you have that. It's definitely passion fueled. See, I think Aries have to have passion. You have to have your Mars function at work because that's the ruler of Aries. It must be active. You have to love what you do. And what I hear from you guys is for the most part, the only thing that will make you unhappy is when you aren't doing what you love. As long as you have access to that, you guys are really pretty easy to, to make happy. I think on a scale of one to 10 being 10 being like the most difficult to work with. I think you guys are ones. I mean, you think your Aries are pretty easy to keep happy typically, as long as some rule, simple rules are met, which are, I think, and you all tell me if I'm wrong, I think you guys do not, um, I don't think you want a lot of rules on you. And I don't think you want a lot of, um, I think, would you call yourselves commitment phobes? Would you think, are you commitment phobe? April, are you afraid of commitment? You love commitment. I like it. And Kim, you love it? Hate it? Mm, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say that I love it. And I guess by commitment, I mean somebody just locked you into something you have to do every day. <laughs> not a love relationship where I'm committed to the person, but like, okay, like every day we're going to have da da da. I think for yourselves, you guys are great at that. But I think when in cooperation with another person, the minute you think you're doing what somebody else wants, my personal experience with Aries and what I've learned is you guys kind of rebel against the externalized rules, which is where I was going with that. Does, do you disagree with that? And it's okay if you do. Um, I kind of disagree with that. And I'm wondering if this is more my Sagittarius moon or, you know, some other aspect of my chart. But I'm very teamwork oriented. Yeah. And um, I actually work in a very rules regulated environment. But I think how I deal with that is my own personal interests and passions. But I suspect that you're in charge of some aspect of that group. Are you not or are you? I'm, I am. <laughs> okay, there you go. Okay. I'm in charge of the money. <laughs> there you go. Okay, so there, I mean, there is a certain level of freedom you get, right, that others yes. may not get. So I think that makes you a little easier to work under those circumstances than maybe if somebody else, you had no power and you had to do everything they said. And, I think so. And I think that's so the, true. Yeah, I think um being an ex in, I want to say expertise is probably yeah. important. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You guys, you're good at what you do. You embrace what you do. You have arrogance around what you do. Every Aries does. And it's not bad arrogance. It's like, what I, I didn't, couldn't think of a good word for that, but you're proud of what you do and you're proud when you do it well, but an Aries to an Aries, that's the only way to do it. So if somebody else comes along and says, hey, we changed the system that you created and we're going to do this, I think you guys would blow up the building. Or what, you know? <laughs> So there is a certain independence that is really at the heart of your sign. There's an independence. There's a, there's a desire to create change. To be, it's to be the change. It's to be the instigator of change and not like you're a cardinal sign. So you like to start things, not necessarily finish them. That's typically the rule. Now, there's people listening. They want to get the heart of Aries. There's Aries women listening here who are stuck in their jobs. There's Aries men listening who are trying to figure out where they get some satisfaction and fulfillment. Um, you guys each in your own right have pioneered your own way. You came, you, you're doing Facebook. You each have your own careers. You're, you meet friends like it's nobody's business. I mean, you're just out there. And I know you may not, you may not sense it in yourselves, but you guys each in your own right displayed a certain kind of like, this is me, hear me roar, too bad. I want to get that out of you to, to present to the world 
that there is hope. So, April, there's a there's a young person sitting there listening, wanting to be, wanting to get your confidence and wanting to feel good about where they are in life. And can you tell them what you do to feed you to to make sure that you're back on track when you notice you get off? What is your little secret weapon of inspiration? Um, I'd say like write a list of what makes you happy and then start doing um, things off the list like slowly. Just like making sure you do what makes you happy. You have a list, April? Yes. Really? Yeah, do. List and you check it off like, is there some things that haven't been accomplished yet? <laughs> yeah, there's things that I haven't done. It's kind of long and when I'm like kind of going down, like feeling sad or like kind of down on myself. I'll go look at the list, and then I'll just do one of the things off the list. No, so. you won't. You <laughs> I actually will. I love that. Okay. Okay. Are we allowed to know, like, one thing on your list? Um, okay. Let's see. I like – gosh, I can't remember them all now. No, it's okay. um, Is there any uh, travel plan things that you wish you could do, or is that on the list kind of things, or are they really accomplishable daily things? They're kind of like daily things. Like I might like paint or dance or. Um, wow. Yeah, I might do something like creative. I think there's a lot of creative things on the list. And you, yeah. every day you remake this list? This is like really important now. Every day you uh, do your list over? <laughs> Not every day, but like once a month I'll redo the list. And, and you keep it yeah. in a safe place and you just check it off every time you do something on it? Yeah, I have like four different journals. So, And I have writing everywhere all over the place. So I'll like go grab a journal and write or check the list and I do things like that that kind of makes me happy because when I see like things that I love doing it's so much that I know myself so well that I know what I like to do that 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 kind of tends to keep me inspired all the time because I'm like okay I know exactly what makes me happy so I there's no choice but to be happy <laughs> wow I love it okay and then lastly true or false the enemy of my friend is my enemy um the enemy of my friend friend is my enemy um, no i'm like well, i don't know why i always see both sides i don't know why do you know where your moon is april <laughs> moon and leo you have a leo moon we have all these fire moons yeah. you guys that's ridiculous <laughs> you guys are like awesome okay april no i was just curious that's really great advice so make a list check make sure you're accomplishable tend to it so you're like a little gardener in your own little world april right you have yes. kids but you never lose sight of who, where you are and who you are right Never. I love it. Okay, no. guys, it's inspiring. Kimmy, are you yeah. like that? Um, sometimes, you know, I think I've been going through this um, sort of a transformation period for me, yeah. and I'm, I'm really trying to um, figure out who I am and what I like. Um, you're, now, you're, have you had your second Saturn return yet? Do you know? I don't know. You're close. Am I? Okay. Yeah, you're close. And that's yeah, exactly the words that would come out. I'm not exactly. sure exactly what I'm doing or what my, what, what I want to be when I grow up energy exactly. back again. Right. Yeah. That's how I feel. I'm like exploring different things now and just trying to, um, you know, come into my own. It's, Oh, I love that. Now you're, there's, there's Aries women listening who want to know, what do you do when you reach that impasse? What is your breakthrough point that won't allow you to sink too far? Um, I guess I've, you know, I've had some dire consequences, um, you know, for my behavior in the past. And so I always try and think things through first. You're a bank robber, aren't you? 
It's yeah. okay. It's safe. <laughs> I think there's a statute of limitations on it. But anyway, I'm so, no. Okay, so you 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 watch yourself because you don't want to be too. Uh, uh, you don't want to ma- leap into the unknown and make a mistake. Is that kind of what you're saying? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Now that wasn't always true for you. Mm-mm, no, okay. I used to be on autopilot. Right. Okay. You know, then um, that didn't work for me. <laughs> now, Kim, so, can we dare you to do something without? I'm not literally doing this, but I'm saying is, if somebody dares you, are, do you have a like a problem refusing a challenge? Um, like I don't do, you kind of so. want to be the best at it. Like I bet you can. I, I bet I beat you at this or whatever. Does it yeah. incite you that way? Right. Yeah. I okay. would do that, definitely. If oh. somebody said, you can't do this, I'll say, I will prove you wrong. <laughs> oh, okay, I love it. You know, that's the myth, uh, another myth. It was the 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 ram was chasing, the, I don't know, it might have been a deer, it might have been a turtle, I don't know. But they got to the cliff, and it was about to, to die, and they the, the, whatever animal it was turned to the ram and said, I bet you can't leap over that mountain <laughs> right and so this right. myth the story is the the ram of course had to leap so okay so your thing is if somebody's down if they are confronting some issues that aren't good what's the minimal thing that you do to remind yourself that life is okay and then i'm gonna do, be here for another day what's the thing you fight it with i do affirmations all the time i'm just huge on affirmations because okay. i can they work. They, you believe in them, you love them, and you say them. Do you have a method? You write so many. Um, I do. I write them. Um, Is there a number? Mm, no, not really. I try to just focus on one a day. Okay. Um, because I have a you know hard time focusing sometimes. I'm scared. You have that mind. You have that yeah. mind. Yeah. Exactly. So I love affirmations because I can tell that they work. They work for me. It changes my mood. Excellent. You know, definitely. Okay, and then um, that's that's beautiful advice. Do do can somebody hurt you? Um, can somebody criticize you and it affect you? Uh, are you sensitive to criticism? Yes, I am. Okay, awesome. Yeah, so I, I, the reason I, I ask is because affirmations are almost the inverse of criticism, aren't they? Yes. No, okay, so that's beautiful. Hey, Kim, that's so awesome. Thanks so much for your honesty, Michelle. Yes. What do you? What advice you got? An Aries person out there listening that is like frustrated because you guys have a big transit coming up. Uh, you, I think your birthday's first, Michelle. Uh, April, when's your birthday? April sixth. Okay, yeah, you guys are in a row. Uranus is in Aries for the first time in eighty-four years. It's at seven degrees of Aries. You guys would do well to keep an eye on this. Mars is in Aries for the first time in two and a half years but they're meeting up they met up yesterday and they're sort of pulling away but uranus is eventually going to move into a place where it's going to be at the same point in the sky that your sun sign was when you all were born uranus is the freedom planet it's the one that says i'm breaking out i need my change i i I am feeling change coming and i don't know what to do each one of you i promise you are if you aren't feeling it now you're going to be feeling it soon this desire for change in a big big way not just like i'm bored but like whoo um, my finger's in the electric socket. I got to do something with it. So, Michelle, someone's listening, and they're watching you and your inspired story. You've confronted um, a chronic illness. You still sound happy. You sound like you love your work. You love where you are in life. When that thing hits you that brings you down, what's your secret? Wow, it's kind of a combination of April and Kim, I think. I, I you know, I like, I love the list of creative goals. Yeah. Um, 
I'm a huge writer. I write all the time. Um, it's something you can't even stop me from doing. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <You> <laughs> know, I'm constantly scribbling. So, um, but I, I think I went through that where you said that, you know, that real low period a couple of years ago. Yeah. And I actually, you know, even though I have a chronic illness and all that kind of stuff, I got really, really sick with pneumonia of all things. And Ugh. I just finally had that click in my brain that just said no more. So when I finally got to that point, I just focused on, um, you know, all of the um, kind of goals I wanted to do, personal goals, you know, not work goals, because work goals, you know, everybody has to work. So we got to deal with that drudgery, whether we like it or not. But, you know, our personal goals really keep us on track. And I use affirmations. I strongly believe in them. Belief repattering, I think, is wonderful. Mm. Um, you know, a lot of times it's just getting our minds wrapped around things. Um, and then, and that's when I can't do active things. So when I can do active things, you know, I go on a house cleaning terror. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing. Absolutely. Um, and getting outside. I, I'm really, really inspired when I'm outside. I think that should be true for all of you guys, right? Everybody yes. love it. Yeah, yeah, I think Aries and the sun are just like made for each other. Uh, you said a very important thing. I think that it is there is a certain rock bottom needed for all Aries to feel that absolute complete need change. Need to change. We have to be. I'm not an Aries, but you have to be pushed against the wall really tight and feel like there's no other choices. And then kaboom, it's like then it's like okay, enough. And when you all hit that point of enough, I think that's when the change really starts. And thank you for that. That's really great. Um, this really great inspired story. That's what each of you are. You're inspired. You have uh, you have an incredible mission here. Your heart is in the in, in such good places. I mean, I'm kind of like picked from the the pool of Facebook of people that listen to the stuff we do. So of course you're going to be similar. But really, it's so touching because you all have a certain quality in each of you. It's kind of this alone fearlessness because each of you really did you notice each of you in your own right are alone. You you face life alone. You you sit face your missions alone. None of you referenced partner or, or, you know, the per, cause you're going to get signs on here that we're going to hear. And they're going to say, my partner and I did, you guys are like me and where I'm headed. And it, it's just like, know that is your mission. And it's a beautiful one. Now, April, before we sign off, is there anything you want people to know about where you are, what you do? Um, yes, I have a page on Facebook, um, uh, focuses on children's wellbeing. Um, it's kid thoughts, Okay. So it's, um, wait, is it facebook.com slash K-I-D-T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S? Nice. So come visit. Come visit and friend it. Like that thing so the world can find out about it. Thanks so much, April. So good to have you here. Kimmy, what do you want people to know? Is there anything you're doing right now? Or are we still in a sort of internal cycle? Either way, perfect. Yeah, still internal. And school keeps me so busy. You know, I'm just right now... Um, I go full time and I also work at the college as well in the academic. Wow. So I'm pretty busy with that. I don't have a whole lot of free time. Do you have a major? Uh, yes, human services. Nice. Okay. Oh, yeah. 
Jeez, I love that. We, like, we need to be more in service to the humans. Jesus, that's enough, Aries. <laughs> Just teasing. <laughs> Kimmy, thank you so much for coming. Honestly, you. your presence makes a big difference. Thank and you. Michelle, it's so good to meet you. I can't wait to uncover more about you. What do you? What would you like people to know where to find you? Anything like that? You don't have to, but if there's something you want people to know, this is a time that we'll put it out there. Well, I think I probably better take the opportunity, but I'm working on starting a group um, called Fibro Fire. Okay. And I have a blog that I just started and just invited Kim to read it. Um, boy, I don't even know the website. I think I'll have to put it on your okay. on Post your it. blog. Yeah. Well, it's just something I just started doing just to give – what I ultimately would like to do is just help women form groups – you know, empowerment groups. Nice. I don't like whining groups. <laughs> Damn it, I can't come. <laughs> we all have our moments to whine, absolutely. <laughs> but, you know, the focus is on empowerment. That's so So nice. I will post that. Um, I'm kind of nervous about it and kind of sheepish. But it's okay. I think it's time. Okay. And you can... Time. In, and you can do this in your own time too, because you always you will always be welcome on my Facebook page. Whenever we're gathered for a show, or whatever, post anything. Go to my blog and post it. it. Doesn't matter, and I'll help promote it when you're ready. Just trust okay. your own timing, okay? I will, and I I definitely would like to encourage other Aries to join our face group too. Oh. Facebook group, um, Aries Ramping Up Our Power. Ramping Up Our Power at Facebook.com, Ramping Up Our Power. Is yeah. that how it works? Okay. Ramping Up Our Power. And I have to give the shout out to Miss Taylor because Taylor. <laughs> I, yeah, her and I uh, kind of collaborated on that. Oh, that's so sweet. We miss her being here today, and it's kind of my fault I didn't correct her time zone uh, when she mentioned what time the show was going to be. So I'm sorry, Taylor, officially, and we'll have it again. You guys will come back, right? We'll play Aries and do it again? Oh, I'd love to. Let's yeah. have an Aries uh, Libra face-off or something yeah. like that, right? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> and, and, Mark, you know that, um, you know, they call March Madness basketball month is March ba- Madness. Yeah. And I always thought that was kind of funny. I love that, March <laughs> You're right. That's so true. Guys, I love the little – yeah, we get to see all these little references and metaphors that represent the strength and power of Aries. And you guys are such an embodiment of it. And you know what I love? You guys are true to yourselves. And you feel it everybody listening will feel that and you're and you're honest and you're real and this is the beauty to me of aries it's like these are the people you it's kind of what you see is what you get because that's what they have to be so thank you for being that here on my show you guys and i really will have you back and i'll keep saying hi on facebook you keep inspiring the world thank you all for listening this is mark husson this is one too many voices here at one two radio we'll talk to you next week bye now